Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 228 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, a small bit of news because it's only been three and a half days. Uh, CD Projekt Red announcements. What could that be? Maybe one game, maybe six. I don't know. Uh, how soon will Sony games migrate to PC? Question mark. Find out later this show. PSVR 2 is in mass production. Are there going to be more of those available than PS5s? Find out later. New Dead Space trailer and crazy special edition. Probably uh, those limited run uh, guys got their hands in this, right? Mm -hmm. And we have your October Game Pass games. I am one of your hosts, Richard Bergman. Joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up? And Loremaster slash Pagemaster. Cesar Concepcion the second. Hello. He's here, ladies and gentlemen. They are the here. We are here. They are the here. They are the here. <laughs> we are the here. We are ready to bring you the latest and greatest episode of No Podcast. It is number 228. Brent, only two episodes remain until you have been with us longer than you have been without us. I still don't understand how this works because... Still haven't figured out the concept of time yet? It's My mind is blown. Uh, Cesar mentioned <laughs> earlier... I've been there since the inception, just like not as involved you have been i'm i'm saying as a co-host because you filled in one week and then you were literally a co-host from there on out starting from that week but you yet i've heard the forbidden episodes you have heard the forbidden no you haven't probably (laughs) no i did you i sent you the forbidden episode yeah yeah, i sent you the ones not available for broadcast (laughs) the early early not suitable for uh other years Yes. Uh, just like Sony, when the three years passes, we will remaster those episodes <laughs> and re-release those. <laughs> Brent, you can a few more years, we can remaster them again. <laughs> Brent, but sell Brent. them for te- for for a ten dollar upcharge. <laughs> yeah, no path to victory on those upgrades. For yeah, too no, no yeah, it's to too easy. Yeah. Well, listen, we know you guys love Brent. We wish. We know you wish Brent had been part of those early episodes. Now's your chance. We're going to redub some of those. We're, we're going to let Brent fill in on the, we're going to mute out everybody else that contributed. It's just going to be Brent's takes. We're, and we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to Spielberg the whole thing and replace the, the guns with walkie talkies. <laughs> the Brent cut. Yeah. No podcast can, episode six. The Brent Because when Richard did, he had this in mind and it didn't work. So he's going in a different direction on the recut. This was, this I can just read them. This is my true vision. Yeah. So I want to recut <laughs> the movie thirty years later. This is how I meant it. Meant it, the 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 news from two thousand and eighteen. This is how I meant you to yeah. uh, partake of this. Is Brent spilling it to you? <laughs> As we're all reading off the script of how we met. Some see of these. Uh, oh man! Crew, uh, tilt controls. We haven't had a bunch of bridge crew or tow controls in a while. Brain, you gotta bring it back to us. I don't know, that man's on a different console. He's on <laughs> ever since he's talked about those. Yeah. He's on another world. Yeah. Hey, things ebb and flow. The only thing that's forever is no podcast. <laughs> we survived. Sea of Thieves. Uh, no, no one plays Sea of Thieves. I don't know, man. You see, those, you see those numbers on Steam is <laughs> it's ridiculous. People play Sea of Thieves. We're the I'm only saying, ones. I was like, damn, where are all these people at on Steam? I was like, damn. Steam Deck? Uh, I don't know if they're playing on Steam Deck. I just know a lot of people Steam play CFDs on Steam. Oh, <laughs> well, let's dive into this news. This comes from Sauramano and Gamatsu. We know who Gamatsu is. They're verified. And we don't know who this Sauramano person is. It's a baseball player in New York. <laughs> He's a Yankees pitcher. We actually we do know this. Thank you, Cesar, for the correction. Yeah. No one has to write into nofodcast at gmail.com and verify who uh, Sauramano is. He's I mean, already verified as a I, Yankees pitcher. I wanted to I wanted to joke with him and say, How do we know you're not the Yankees pitcher? But I think he's already pissed yeah. about not being verified. So I was like, ah, I better not. It's I'll a probably get blocked. It's a sensitive <laughs> subject. <laughs> get blocked from Gematsu. That's great. Well, he might listen to no podcast. He might appreciate the humor. Uh, this comes from the one and only should be verified. Please, God, Twitter, what are you doing? Uh, Sour Mono at Gamatsu. CD Projekt Red announces three new Witcher games, new Cyberpunk 2077 game, and new IP Hadar. Uh, CD Projekt Red to open new studio in Boston is the sub 
lead on that one. CD Projekt Red has announced five new projects, a new Witcher game, codenamed Sirius by The Molasses Flood, new Witcher Trilogy by CD Projekt Red, new Witcher game, codenamed Canis Majoris by a third party, new Cyberpunk 2077 game, codenamed Orion by CD Projekt Red's new Boston studio, an entirely new intellectual property or IP codenamed Hadar, or is it Hater? What are we going with there? Hadar, right? With the A at the end? H-A-D-A-R? Sure. Hadar? By CD Projekt Red. Is that the majority of the details? One of them is uh, Sirius is a multiplayer title in the Witcher universe. Or a streaming service for satellite music. (laughs) Or Harry Potter's uncle, who is a villain, maybe not. Might be Gary Oldman. We don't know. The best version of uh, the Harry Potter movies. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, it's a new Witcher trilogy uh, by CD Projekt Red. Another project codenamed Polaris is the game which opens the new Witcher saga, further expands upon their world, open world storytelling known from The Witcher 3 The Wild Hunt. There will be three games in the saga, and we aim to deliver them over a six-year period starting from the release of Polaris. It's a new Witcher game every two years. Are we expecting that to be on the level of The Witcher 3? It's Witcher time. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't say there was a new Olympic Games coming, Brent. Uh, it's a bold statement as we are talking about three large-scale productions, but we really mean it, and we have a plan on how to achieve it. Both the second and the third installments will, in technological terms, benefit from the groundwork laid during development of Polaris. In this way, we aim to smoothen the development process while at the same time staying creatively ambitious. I don't know. if, If they use the same engine, it might be easier, so it just all depends. Yes, I saw Twitter pundits pointing out that uh, Assassin's Creed did this with their most recent trilogy, Triology, uh, as one former co-host would put it, uh, of titles of open-world Assassin's Creed titles. There was one every two years, and they were epic and well-received and fully supported with DLC and all that sort of thing. uh, And as you mentioned before, uh, those first three Witcher games are completely different. They are. They really are. Witcher 1, Witcher 2, and Witcher 3. And that's what, like, 08, 2013, and 2015 or something like that in that range. So that was a quick... And there was over three totally different titles. Uh, the one was a PC exclusive. The second one came to Xbox 360, miraculously, it seems. And then, of course, the third one, Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, was... It was originally a development for PS3 and 360, but it was like, nope, we can't do this. Let's go ahead and divert all resources and everything to yeah. PS4. After they played Dishonored, they couldn't do Xbox it Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was... Um... No, Cesar, you and I took off for Gears of War 5. We were ready right there. I took off work that day. The game I took off before that was The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. I took off that next day to install and play and dive into that world. So I mean, these are beloved games. So we'll we'll see what they have coming up in those releases. How about a new cyberpunk game, right? They're still working on the last one. What is that going to be? Who knows? Something else in the, in the story. I mean, they've, they've already talked about bringing back Keanu Reeves character <laughs> and who wouldn't. Uh, expanding upon the whole idea. I mean, apparently now, um, Cyberpunk is, with the latest updates, it seems to have delivered a lot on what the game was supposed to be. Initially. The updates the updates alongside the release of the multimedia... Cesar? The anime? The anime! Or, you mean uh, <laughs> like the game was always story. perfect on the, the streaming services dying out in January? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, the, you don't remember that? Where Cyberpunk ran better on uh, Stadia than it did on any other platform oh, yeah. for a <laughs> oh, while? God, yes. <laughs> it was, you it, just load right it launched on there. It was, it was a complete game, so. And it's going to be, the plug's going to be pulled on in January? How long yep. does it take to beat Cyberpunk? <laughs> or, 
or at least the the main hey, part of the game. If you want to rent it, you can rent it. I guess if that if they still let you buy it. Yeah. Is um, it on Stadia Pro? Can I get it for like ten dollars a month and and plow through? I think it's on months? Stadia Pro. Stadia. Okay, we lo- we lo- we're laughing at Stadia, right? Only because they're pulling the plug. It worked. It fucking worked. When I played on that platform, it was flawless. I loved every minute of it. We know you're Stadia lover. You have to keep telling us. I do, but I haven't touched it in a year, maybe more. You loved it and abandoned it. It's a sad yeah. story. I got a chicken dinner and that was worth it. For me. I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> this platform's done. You put it in a box and put it in the closet, kind of like the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> Top men. It's somewhere in a yeah. warehouse in a, in being guarded a by top people. Top men. <laughs> Who do you have on this? <laughs> okay. Is that all the CD Projekt Red news? Yeah, pretty much. That's good stuff. It's good for them. So they, we've seen their story be the highest of highs, the lowest of lows, and now they seem to be doing fine, right? Yeah. This is a good outlook. That seems yep. to be doing Long. pretty well. Yeah. This is pretty ambitious. That's a lot of. I guess the real test is extremely ambitious. <laughs> what are we? Who are we kidding? The, Three the real test is when this years? expansion comes out. See if it comes out well. See if they learn their lessons. So. But they are very. If we've, if we've known this from their history, they've had one dud. I'll give them this one dud. It was a it was a huge and I, I'm I'm speaking from the industry standpoint, right? I had never played this game. This was a huge dud. Uh, everything else before that was extremely well received. It was polished and it was very consumer friendly. I loved opening that copy of The Witcher and it was like, here's the first ten DLCs. Here's the soundtrack. Here's a map. Uh, thank you for buying our game. I that was like the first time I saw that in a case, like. Thank you for buying our game. We put a lot into this. We appreciate you buying this and experiencing this alongside of us. And that was really, really cool. And I was a fan for life at that point. And I did buy. I bought uh, Cyberpunk on Xbox and PlayStation. I just haven't I haven't given them a go yet. I have it on all platforms with Stadia. That's why Stadia died. <laughs> That's why Stadia <laughs> died. Cesar killed Stadia. Mm. No Cyberpunk, no platform. All right, what's next? Uh, Jordan uh, Midler from VideoGamesChronicle.com says PlayStation games will wait at least a year, quote, before their PlayStation or before their PC release, except for live service titles. Sony's live service console offerings might go day and date with PC. This comes from a long ass interview. I know Her- Herman Hulst was in an interview with. Holy shit. Did they take him to a bar, get him drunk? Did he just open up? I don't know. It's, it That's what it like made it, was... it sound like, right? You got intimate with him. Yeah. yeah, but it seemed like it was Steven Totillo from Kotaku, because that's where I saw a bunch of this news come from. Yeah. Uh, speaking to Julian Cheese, Chies, Hulst outlined the future of Sony's dual-platform release strategy. Quote, I think going forward, we'll see at least a year between pl- releases on PlayStation and on the PC platform, possibly with the exception of live service games. Hulst said, live service games are a little bit different in nature because you want to have a strong community, strong engagement right away, right when you go live. So we might, in the case of our live service offerings, go day and date with PC and the PlayStation platform. They did go on to mention, I don't know if it's in here, that their single-player P- uh, PlayStation console uh, experiences, games, were still a huge part of their income. And so they were not going to be abandoning, abandoning that as the internet was ready to yeah. say that Sony was abandoning <laughs> First, that they're going to flood the market with uh, <laughs> gas games. Ten in like five years. Gas games. Well, like gas games. Why has games as a service not not ever been called a gas game before? I don't know. So, are you starting it? Already pretty in it. In I think it was always always uh, abbreviated as such. I've never heard it called a gas game though. I've said it, but it's always been labeled as gas games. It's like G A A. This is your Metroidvania moment. It's always been a Metroidvania. Says so I take the credit for it. Yeah, I like gas games. I have no game. credit for anything like that. No, I just know it's a gas game. Quote: Cesar calls it a gas game. First Put time on the back of every gas it. game box. Put on back of Overwatch too. Oh yeah. Uh, is there anything going on with Overwatch two currently? 
Uh, other than when I logged in last night to play, uh, try to play against my cousin, it was like 35,000 people in front of me. And I was like, oh, I'm not playing this tonight. Not only that. You're in the queue, 35,000 people. I was like, oh. 35,000? Kind of... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I waited till after the DDoS attacks. And I was like, all right, let me get on. Because it was like like 11 p.m. And he was already playing. And I was like, let me get to see where I'm at. It's like I was in queue 35,000. I was like, no, nah, I ain't playing tonight, buddy. <laughs> so, sir, what was your strategy for getting in the queue? <laughs> Wait till after the DDoS attacks. So, what was, what was funny, you know what he did is that he jumped on there. It was like 50,000 people. So, what he ended up doing was going to work. At like 5 p.m., got off work no, at 9 p.m. And he no, was ready. I already see where this is going. He was no, ready by the time he no. got home. He was already ready to go in there, yeah. <laughs> What's you want to see my off? fancy coaster? Where'd you get that uh, steelbook from? Best Buy. Uh, from the special edition. Came in a giant box that I still have in the closet here. Came in with a like a big statue. And the like coaster still work? Cards. Um, no, when they went live with or right before they went live with Overwatch 2, they shut shut this down. So this mm-hmm. is a coaster. This is literally it's a dead a game. Dead game. Wait, the first game's not playable anymore. Nope. At they all. They killed the servers. Yeah. It's yeah, gone. Yeah. They, they transfer all the characters what? from the first game over to the second one. Yeah. Originally, the Where did uh, I miss this at? Yeah. Originally, their their promise was to. They were, you know, going to keep both games active, and then you would buy Overwatch 2. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted, the, like, the story and st- the stuff like that, because the story mode was the big thing. And then, no, they went pure f- free-to-play and uh, killed this version. And now you can only get the free-to-play version, which you can't even get on, because there's thirty or 40,000 people ahead of you most times. My mind is blown. That's insane. Don't, don't worry, Brant. We just need to go to the the website Microsoft specially built today this, to support why them buying Activision Blizzard is the right move. They launched it this morning. What is it? Go on. It's a, a website saying why they're not a... It's not going to be a antitrust for them to buy Activision. Yeah. It's a dedicated website Microsoft built and launched. What year is this? Why is Microsoft trying to defend like the monopoly antitrust? Basically, yeah, they're like going ahead like this is why it's not a monopoly, and they did a whole yeah. website to it. Yeah. They, they, oh my god. There's a whole article talking about how Microsoft is like, oh yeah, Sony and and Nintendo are still going to be way bigger than us, even if we get Activision. Blizzard. What? Yeah. This is back to like before the launch of the Xbox, where EA didn't want to be on their platform and they're like no 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 we can't be part of microsoft they are they're antitrust they're they're locked up in all this litigation we're not going to deal with this new xbox thing we're not going to deal with it we're not going to do it how is this a thing in 2022 uh, are you serious brazilian apparently brazilian regulators uh, the brazilians uh, are still playing the master system as approved the microsoft proposal activision blizzard deal of course they would and the cost of an xbox in brazil is like Two thousand dollars to import. It, 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 an Xbox in Brazil Bad. is way cheaper than buying a PlayStation. And the reason why they get around that is because import fees on consoles is ridiculous. And they build it's, Xboxes there. And they build Xboxes there to get around with it. Sony doesn't have a factory to build Playstations there. So it's, uh, like the Playstations over there are like twice the price of an Xbox. And that's why like Damn. most people in Brazil play on Xbox. Or Master System. <laughs> it's one of two it's still games. Yeah. yeah, you either have a Master System and you're playing Sonic Triple Trouble or you're playing Titanfall. Yeah, so the oh, website's right. called uh, news.microsoft.com forward slash Activision dash Blizzard dash acquisition. And it says on here, our vision for gaming, more choices, more gains for people everywhere. No fucking way. What yeah. year is this? And there, there's a whole like there's whole sections dedicated like why it's good for gaming for them to buy them and we just went through all this 20th anniversary <laughs> stuff and it seems like the same it's the same antitrust stuff right mm-hmm. this yeah, all is yeah. it, this is all reeks of uh, we don't know about that uh, we're people are gonna pay them for a thing called Xbox Live and we're not gonna get a piece of it this is not gonna work yeah. for us we're gonna take our Ghost Recon to another platform. So uh, that Splinter Cell that we're coming out with, yeah. it's not going to be on this thing. So it's like what I told you about Disney. At this point, they know what's happening. So you buy as many companies you can until everybody gobbles each other up. And then you're just too big at that point. It's like before when you're buying them, you weren't big enough. But as everybody starts gobbling each other up, then they'll be like, all right, this guy's super big now. This is wild. So. 
This is wild. Yeah, I'm, there's the articles right here on VGC. It says Microsoft has claimed that Sony and Nintendo will remain the biggest uh, players when it comes to uh, traditional gaming, even after the proposed acquisition of Activision. What, <laughs> what is traditional gaming? How dare you define what traditional yeah. gaming yeah, is? Game is games with discount cartridge is what they're saying. They're like, subscriptions is a different story. Yeah. It's uh, not traditional, traditional gaming. Tra- Traditional <laughs> gaming is the Evercade. So are you supporting the Evercade at this point? What is that? Among the argument uh, is made that the, uh, uh, the claim that the deal would benefit the gaming industry. Uh, Does it the now? Deal, and that the deal would lead to greater, competi- greater competition in <laughs> traditional gaming where Sony and Nintendo will remain the biggest is what they said. Traditional gaming. Yeah. What is I'm, that? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's the same bullshit Sony did when they bought all the when they bought all the anime industry too. Yeah. So <laughs> they do. They do bring up the whole website that they just launched for for that too. <laughs> I, I was waiting for them to like update at the very end of that article after they took down Overwatch One. We'll bring back the Overwatch One servers once we buy them. <laughs> oh, that's part of their pitch. New uh, website. Yeah, we know you hated the new decisions. Yeah. But we got you. <laughs> what whatever whatever it takes for us to just buy whatever we want. It's bizarre. Players and developers are the center of Xbox. The website argues. We want to, <laughs> it's, we it's, want to enable people to play games anywhere, anytime, on any device. If you if you accept their terms of service and put it on. Uh, right. On the Game Pass on your PlayStation console and your Nintendo yeah, Switch. Check this box and agree to this <laughs> to add on this application to your device, whatever it is. It's weird, man. Ugh. All right, next up. Third story. Uh, next up. Sour Mono. Yes, Sour is Mono, re- Bloomberg. Is reporting via Bloomberg, Sony Interactive Entertainment is set to produce 2 million PSVR 2 headsets by March 2023. That's a lot of headsets. Not bad. That's a bunch of headsets. Yeah. Uh, headset launched to reportedly coincide with drastically improved PS5 supply, which I believe in the past week or so we've already started to see. It seemed like today's PlayStation 5 queue was open for hours. I never saw it close. Yeah. So maybe if you're listening to this a couple days later, you could get a PS5. Just show I mean, up. I remember Brant was in the trenches getting his I was. Like, the website that closed immediately sometimes. Oh, so. my gosh. Yeah. It, it took I got a, several, several tries. I got an email for this queue recently that was saying, hey, it's your turn. Let's go. Buy two of them. Buy three Buy of them. Sony Interactive Entertainment plans to manufacture 2 million PlayStation VR 2 headset units by March 2023, according to a Bloomberg report, citing people, quote, people familiar with the matter. And top, top men, top men, top, top men. They're in these boxes. <laughs> They're in these boxes behind both of us. Mass They're production. looking at the screenshots right now. 2 million. It says 2 million on there, top men. Who do you have behind this? Top men. <laughs> Mass production reportedly began in September and has yet to face a supply chain constraints. Though the production figure could be adjusted depending on the device's sales momentum following its launch in early 2023, according to the report, Sony entered SIE. Its current plan to launch the headset in early 2023 coincides with expected relief of the supply chain bottlenecks that have hampered availability of PS5 since its launch in late 2020, which will give the company sufficient inventory of both headsets and consoles for a big marketing push. Because, of course, if you're trying to push a headset that requires a certain console that you may or may not have based on these constraints and what has occurred the past September, October, we're closing it on two years now. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It is so bizarre to me because I remember when the Wii launched. The Wii was like this for about About a year. About a year, right? Yeah. About a year. This is two years into I've never seen a PS5 in the wild. We all follow the right Twitter accounts and whatnot, and we've been able to get them. But it is not easy to for an every person, everyday person, to just acquire a PS5. But it will also happen amidst a pandemic and supply chain issues. There are other yes, we've never encountered that with other console very, launches. Yeah, it's very rare. But I mean, there's been 
very slim occasions where you might see an Xbox Series S on the actual shelf in a retailer. But I have... uh, I got my Series X at a retailer, but that was just, like, happenstance there. Okay, so four days ago, I saw a particular retailer with four Series S's and three Series X's, and they were just right there. You can just grab one. I've never seen a PS5 on the shelf, though. I still have not seen that. Digital or physical. Either version. Right. So hopefully that day comes because... I would think, what is this market? What is this market for PSVR 2? Because I think the three of us have kind of cooled ourselves off on it, even though we have PS5s. We've kind of cooled ourselves off on, hey, let's see what the software looks like. Let's see what this upgrade path looks like for or assessor says the path to victory looks like for some of these huge psvr1 titles that must have games these are not bad games these are not outdated games these are not old games these are games that need to be brought to this next um iteration of psvr and we understand that the technology is not the same it doesn't track motion the same way Mm mm-hmm movement it's got eye tracking it's got oleds it's got all kinds of shit that was not in the last one so we get that but there's a there's an experience confined to that original platform that has to be brought forward somehow we think so that people can uh still experience those same titles right definitely i mean if they're making this many i'm I'm assuming this gonna be comparable in price to uh the meta so they're that meta. confident, so yeah. Meta just went up in price, so the new Meta increase, the four ninety nine, three ninety nine. Yeah, I would be. I would imagine it'll be that price. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'd be surprised if they come at three ninety nine. There's no internal storage on that, so on the PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, do three ninety nine. That's cheap, right? You take a hit on that one at this point when you're I mean, developing. You can, I don't know if it's cheap because you still need to buy a freaking console to yeah. fully utilize it. So you're yeah. still paying eight hundred bucks. So. So if those aren't available, then you have that uh, on top of it. And you Mm -hmm. have maybe your early adopters for the past two years that are now looking to, are they willing to spend another console's worth amount towards this new environment and what's the term platform, the new stuff you have to buy for this ecosystem. Yeah. But ecosystem. Yeah. I I think three, I mean, if it's three 99, if it's higher than that, it's dead in the water, in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely. Until like uh, it's gonna God, it's gonna that. take a lot. They're gonna have to like actually have faith and actually make gains for it, and not just kill it off. Like oh, we didn't sell any, no games. Here's your bastard version of Call of Duty. And we got to see more from that library, right? We haven't seen yeah. anything really. Hey, they talked about what two hundred, or no, not two hundred, like twenty plus games at launch. Twenty one, uh, I think, was specifically the number I mentioned. Yeah. But what does that mean? Like, what what are those? We know what four no, titles. Horizon. They're all Sony titles. Mm-hmm. It might be might be some third party ones in there that are worth yeah. it. I mean, what Resident Evil Seven and Eight probably right. It's one of those. No, so seven seven is confirmed to get the upgrade thing, or is it just? I don't know. I have to go back and watch the video. Point? I don't know if I just fever dream seven getting that in there. But <laughs> I know eight for sure. And I know eight is definitely in, eight least, is one of those titles. They they've been demoing that. Yeah, eight seems like to almost I, sell me. Damn it, now I gotta look stuff up, man. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, dang so it. Sarf says no. I think yes. Eight's enough almost to sell me on its own if I don't put it on and immediately get sick. You know, like the last one. It's a good guarantee, uh, Brent. Seven did it to me. Seven was my PSVR. Ooh, All right. Not good. Cool. Clarity, I was wrong. Seven is coming to PS5 and PSVR to support it's unconfirmed. Never mind. The what the the title has misled me. You've been hoodwinked. Seven is too. Seven no, and eight. They, they put it in PSVR two support unconfirmed at the very end. Like I was going to confirm okay. it. They just they uh they led me astray with their title. You were ready to confirm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody tell me about this new Dead Space remake from EA. Go watch it. It's freaking amazing. Yes, that's the trailer I, is incredible. That's what I really have to, all I really have to say. I mean, the, yep. the article here uh, talks about how they rebuilt it on the uh, the Frostbite engine. 
uh, promises to deliver and improve. It's been around for so long. In my, in my mind, Frostbite is like, this is new. This is cutting edge. Like, no, this powered Battlefield 4 yeah. in 2013. I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember Battlefield 4. That was the big thing. Yeah. The, the handprint and the, the Frostbite yeah. and all that. Yeah. And FIFA. Like, yeah. sure. Yeah, I guess this works for FIFA. Sure. Uh, they got improved uh, gameplay mechanics. Uh, including cut content from the original game and features included in the sequels. Uh, Dead Space Remake uh, has a release date of January 27, 2023. Uh, of course, is releasing on the current gen platforms, uh, PS5, uh, Series, Xbox Series systems, and PC. And PC. Uh, and for some reason, they also say that the... Studio Motive that's also doing this is working on that Iron Man game, which we yeah, talked about we talked about that week. last week. Yeah, um, how is Frostbite still around? I thought EA reached a point where they were like, We're not gonna force anybody to do this, we gotta, we gotta get away from this engine, we gotta get away from these tools. So, I thought they, that, it's that conversation you have in the it. office when they sit you down and be like, Hey, you build your game on whatever you want, but we have Frostbite here, yeah. Yeah, it's, it seems like they made that comment because that well, the guy that's heading up respawn likes to do whatever the fuck he wants. You know, so he doesn't use, he has to require to use. Is that where it came from, Vince? Was it Vince Sampella? Yeah, I think they did it to please him. He's like just make because like he was making money off games. So like just build whatever you want. You know, I think that's the real reason why they laid sense. off the frostbite mandate. Right. I mean, we can always bring back their uh, favorite engine that you love, Renderware. So. <laughs> So basically, all the EA standard titles are Frostbite. They're gonna they're gonna funnel them through there. If you're gonna go above and beyond, and you just want to be a rebel, then you do something outside of Frostbite. But Motive has done great work with. Was that Star Wars Squadrons in Frostbite? Yeah. Um. I know they did Star Wars Squadron. Squadron. I can't say Squadrons. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> Star Wars. Um, I do not see anything about Frostbite on our, the box. It makes sense because it came out on. It, I think it would be on the box. It makes sense because it came out on PS4, P, or Xbox, PC. It came out on everything all at once. Ugh. Engine is Frostbite three. Okay. Here we go. There it is. So they're at least familiar with it before this Dead Space comes out. I'm just upset there's three Frostbites. <laughs> I didn't realize that's how I read that. Okay, Vincent Pella. You said your piece. Sit down. Yeah. We already know you want to make Titanfall 3. Sit down. I'm the crazy guy in the back. Bring back Renderware. Yeah. <laughs> Havoc was fine. That was a solid physics engine. I miss those logos when my game starts. I want those back in my game titles. Renderware. Havoc. <laughs> But um, yeah, the the trailer is awesome. the 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 game looks better than ever, honestly. Still it really does. Pretty dark and. And I was very recently playing terrifying. the Xbox Series X version of Dead Space. Yeah. Oh God, did you did y'all get in the, the Twitter battle about paying the seventy dollar price for the remake? I was, I was actually no. just about to yeah. talk about that. The console versions are seventy dollars, where the PC version is sixty. All right, uh, what's the argument? Give us the give us the Reader's Digest version. I don't know. People are like, I'm paying $70 to play the first game again. It's like, I'll just pay $5 and play my Xbox One. And then somebody's yeah. like, oh, how'd you get $5? Like, oh, you're talking about the original one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, God bless the internet. <laughs> the, the industry is slowly moving PC games to $70, but not as quick as, like, console games just jumped immediately. Nah, PC, PC games are always $10 or less, so... It's the first time that PC game has been sixty bucks because it used to be forty nine. They always used to be ten dollars less. Get your and they're always costs. they're always cheaper between yeah. GOG and uh, GMG and be like Humble like Bundle Richard and everybody says be like twenty percent off pre order bonus. So it won't even be that they much. Want. It'll be like it'll be end up being like forty bucks when it comes out or something like that, forty five yeah. or something like that for PC. But on the flip side, you're getting a disc for your seventy bucks. Yeah. So unless you have to decide. You want to pay uh, almost $300 for the Baller Collector Edition 
Wait, what? What is that, Brant? Who's making at, that? At two hundred and seventy-four dollars and ninety-nine cents, limited run is uh, releasing the Dead Space Collector's Edition. Uh, of course, for, they are for your Xbox, mm-hmm. uh, PS5, or PC. I'm okay because I don't have to pre-order that because I'm sure they're not coming up with a CD soundtrack. I'll wait for the CD soundtrack to come out later and then I'll support that. Well, here's what comes in your uh, beautiful, humongous collector's edition box. Oh, Uh, shit. A physical copy of Dead Space, uh, which apparently they will ship out earlier than the rest of the collection. Than the regular contents, yeah. it usually takes them a while to get the rest of these goods. Hell yeah, man. I, I love how Nintendo set that standard. We're like, we're going to ship you the game first and get I did, my Xenoblade yeah. 3 just came in to, uh, yesterday. That, I still don't have style. mine. I still don't have mine. It shipped. You should better check yours, man. I got something from NOA. I thought it was Bayonetta. Is that what it is? Is it? Yeah, that's Xenoblade. Okay. Xenoblade? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, it's on my back you... porch. I need to go. Okay. <laughs> it came in today. <laughs> I might need to go get Oh, yeah, that. you might need to go get that. Sorry. Like soon. <laughs> Uh, you get the Dead Space Collector's Edition box. Uh, you get a full-sized wearable and uh, working Isaac helmet. A Dead Space CD soundtrack. I've seen, you, Richard. I've seen what happens to Isaac in that helmet. I have no interest. Yeah. This is still a, this is still a good version. If you have a Series Holding X. up the original Dead Space for 360. It's still a good game. Um, I was enjoying it until I had to shoot asteroids out of the sky. Uh, a lithograph print, uh, foil stamped lith- lithograph foil. Uh, four mini posters, Ishimura patch, uh, the maker enamel pin, uh, a metal four inch maker statue, and a steel book for your physical copy of Dead Space. Steel book! Does anybody still have a hard on for steel books at all? I mean, when some of them free. look cool, but yeah. When they come free with a game, I'm going to buy day one anyways. Yeah. But not $10 separately or $5 yeah, separately. If they give it to me, but I'm not seeking it out. Yeah. No, I've, that, that was the weirdest thing when I went to, I think it was, yeah, it was Best Buy. And I saw these, like a whole row of steel books. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I see that, oh, they charge just for the, it's just the steel book. I'm like, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. stupid. Unless you got the the golden ticket of steel books, which is the Elden Ring one, which sells out instantly, and it's super expensive. So really, so that that one is a good one to get if you can find it. Oh, it's the one they actually sold out on. I got the Halo one just to have a Halo case because I still don't have the physical copy of Infinite because I like the way that one looked. I'll put it next to my other coaster. Your coaster, yeah, exactly. Got several. I still don't have a physical copy of that game. All right, what's next? Is this it for news? Yeah, we got some new additions to Game Pass. Game Pass! Of October. Uh, for cloud console and PC, we have Chivalry 2. Uh, Medieval Dynasty uh, on your Xbox Series consoles coming October 6th. Uh, the Walking Dead, the complete first season. And also oh. the, the second season are coming to PC. Those are big. October I remember 6th. those being very highly regarded games. First season. First season. Not the second one. <laughs> Not the second <laughs> First season was really, really good, and I, I was so hooked on it. And then I played the second one, and I was like, man. And I never played the third one. Damn. Uh, let's see. Next for Cloud and Console on October 11th, we have Costume Quest. Uh, I feel like they've given us Costume Quest like eight times now. Uh... I felt like this was supposed to be Costume Quest 2. Let me look back at this. That's the cover for the first one. It's weird. Yes, that's Costume Quest. Hmm. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the yeah. first one. The one they've given us six good. times on on games with call. Oh, yeah, I was about to say I could have sworn that they yeah. already had this. Um, uh, what is this? E- I don't know. Uh, is any of us gonna play the the Orpheus Simulator Scorn? I don't know. Maybe. The Geiger? Geiger? Geiger simulator? I don't know what the Philly Axe and Orpheus is everywhere. Orpheus. <laughs> Orpheus. 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 Yeah. Orpheus. 
Oh, however you want to say it. Four I love buses. it. It's uh, a Geiger simulator. <laughs> but, yeah. Just walking around tentacles and holes everywhere. I'm like, what's, what's going on in this game? <laughs> Don't look down. <laughs> tentacles in. Oh. Like, how did I get in this world? I, I'm taking myself out from the main character in this game. Like, how did I get in this world? <laughs> Take me out. Um, it's Splatoon, right? Oh my god! I, I would god. rather go to that oh. world. Yeah. Oh, let's see for uh, console and PC, October 11th, the UL uh, Dyson Sphere uh, program that just makes me think of the uh, freaking vacuum cleaners. Uh, <laughs> Dyson that, Sphere uh, <laughs> that comes to PC October 13th. Oh, Brent, uh, how much battery life does that get on the <laughs> vacuum? Is it like multiple floors? Can you do just stairs? What what does that get us on that one? Uh, I'm not sure. Is it easy to they, unload the, the... They never lose suction. They never <laughs> lose suction. Uh, uh, as <laughs> October 14th, Cloud uh, cons, uh, Series of consoles suction. and PC. We're going uh, to Scorn? We go into Scorn, <laughs> yeah. baby. The game about suction? The game about suction. Suction and uh, holes. Suction and, simulator. <laughs> uh, day and date uh, release here. Uh, <laughs> October 18th, uh, cloud console uh, and PC. Uh, we get Plague Tale uh, Requiem. Uh, of course, there's always some updates. Uh, looks like you get some perks. Uh, Need for Speed Heat Deluxe Edition upgrade. You get some, uh, looks like Apex Legends from Above Weapon Charm. Let's see, and then we have leaving October 15th Blood Roots, uh, Echo Generation. Oh. That's a, is that the, the dolphin is leaving oh. the 15th? Oh, uh, Into the Pit, Ring of Pain. Uh, stable. Oh, I was hoping well, for Ring of Fire. <laughs> oh, I had to go mute for a minute. <laughs> you all right, sir? <laughs> I couldn't breathe. What couldn't you breathe? <laughs> Game of the year scorn. Game of the year scorn. Hey. <laughs> That was one of the first like Xbox series games they showed us. So there's a lot riding on this <laughs> scoring game. <laughs> and all the symbology. <laughs> <laughs> that game that game will never be published on PlayStation, there's no way. No. <laughs> or Nintendo now. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, wonder God, when, I when, you walk, when your character walks around, do you just hear like, "Oh God," <laughs> uh, or you hear like tentacles? You hear the as Netflix likes to do, you just the, <sighs> the squelching as the text or, or chittering. We always yeah, see chittering. chittering on the things we watch. <laughs> Holy shit! Is that it? Is That's that news. It? That's yep. the news. Yeah. I'm still trying to collect myself. <laughs> oh, that one broke me. Okay. You have to use touch controls on Scorn when you play. Oh. <laughs> Are they going to get a special controller for it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you play as a, you play as Sigourney Weaver. You have a uh, Jonesy. You have you have Jonesy in the cage. You gotta put you gotta put on a fresh pair of panties as well. That too. Yeah, that too. All right. Hey man, that's it's in the lore. It's in the lore. Yeah. Did you did y'all see the update they did to the the Game Pass app on PC? I did not. But recently they now like you can click on every game and they did a partnership with a how long to beat. So every game has a list oh. of how long to beat. So nice. Okay. Which I was like, this is use- useful now. So I was like, all right, I know this game is going to take me two hours to beat on just to get through it. Two hours to beat for a regular. Uh, 16 hours, hours to master. For <laughs> completionists. <laughs> yeah, completionist says 16 hours. I was like, what the hell happened in these last 14 hours? What am I doing? Well, what is the difference? 
How do I, I get, get from two to sixteen? How do I get eighty percent more game by trying to be a completionist? What the fuck was hidden in that twenty percent? <laughs> oh, games played. It's not a whole lot. I know the three of us played Splatoon in that interim, and we all got to level ten, and we tried Cesar's zones. <laughs> okay, and so we did. What I found out is. Just like the multiplayer maps and everything, the gameplays swap every now and then. So there's zones yeah. and there's the other one, and that's why we couldn't play the other one. On Which was uh, a, cl- a clam blitz. Clam yeah. blitz. Yeah. Okay. So the other one is Rainmaker, which I think right now is Rainmaker and Control Tower. Yeah. Control so Tower tried, is a good one too. We tried Cesar Zones. We, oh yeah, well my we party had, and got immediately destroyed. We had oh uncompetitive rounds. <laughs> <laughs> we never scored. We never got the thing. We never got the zone ever. We would, get, we would get close and then just get demolished. They beat us so fast. And I was like, okay, I don't know what's happening here. Brent, you make the room. Let's do some. Let's do some. Uh, we did salmon some run. Salmon run. I talked y'all the, into salmon run. The whole time I'm bitching. Like, okay, I was so excited for this in Splatoon 2. It's the reason I bought Splatoon 2, and it's the reason I traded in Splatoon 2 because this this mode was garbage. I hated it. And then we played, what, three rounds of it? And I loved it. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was so much fun. The rules were clearly laid out. They told us about the bosses. They told us about grabbing the eggs. Uh, We had HAL Laboratories of Nintendo's own first-party studios right there with us in in our party. Hey, he wasn't trash either. He would actually help. Oh, HAL was good. It was fun. I enjoyed We ran through, what, we ran two rounds of it? We ran through... Six total? Yeah. Yeah. So we beat two rounds of Salmon Run, which is six levels, I guess. And it was fun. It was a great mix of challenge and teamwork and cooperativeness and uh, going off on your own and kills. And it was a great mix. That was a great gameplay mode. And then we had a couple of minutes left to kill. We left that and went back to zones. And I we had a blast. It was just, yeah, all just of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. We were in Brant's room, apparently. I guess Cesar's too, too high-leveled for us. But Brant's room got us great level rounds of zones. We had a really good time. It was fun. We had some pretty damn competitive ones, too. Yeah. So if you're used to zones in, uh, like, a Call of Duty or Halo or whatever, in Splatoon, it's like a square in the middle of the map. And you have to go there, and you have to paint it as much as possible and keep that paint there. And then you have what was a hundred seconds? Yeah, there's a there's countdown. Hundred seconds, yeah. yeah. Counts down from a hundred. A hundred seconds, it counts down, and as long as you're maintaining that, it switches back and forth. Like you know, if they if they take control, it'll tell you you've lost control, and they'll have it, and they're they're you'll lost see their the lead, lost mm-hmm. the lead, gained the lead, tied the leader. You'll see it start dropping, right, and uh, and vice versa. So. There's some great pushes. There's some great spawns. That was an awesome mode when we were getting demolished. When it's competitive. Yeah, when yeah. it's competitive, it's the fun. But it's one-sided. It's like you see. You see why I like the. You see, I like the, why I like those online ranking. They're good, man. They're fun. Yes, that was a lot of fun. Those competitive ones. Everybody's getting like 20 kills. Some of y'all were getting like 12 and 13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or painting the shit out of the map and getting points for just painting the map. Still, paint it on the square. Hold the hold the zone and you're good. Uh, recreate, re- recreate a lot of our uh, favorite football teams: the Dolphins, the Broncos. <laughs> the color schemes. The color, <laughs> the color schemes are very NFL friendly. <laughs> Extremely, did, like we, the yeah, exact. Did, did go against uh, the LSU guy, and <sighs> coincidentally had like almost LSU colors. I think it was it was yellow and blue. It wasn't yellow. It did. Purple. Fuck that round. Yeah, it didn't go well. I don't think it went well. No, it no, one. it 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 was it was a fought we, it was a hard fought round. We came back we, and got them. Yeah, so we, that, that's the Michigan colors, right? No, yes, the purple purple and yellow or blue no, and yellow? yellow and blue. blue and yellow. Blue and yellow, Michigan. Yeah. The hardball colors. No, we had a, we had a lot of fun. It ended up being a lot of fun. First, it started off. Cesar has been hyping this zones mode for so long, and I was like, "Okay, this is not what it was cracked up to be. I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah. back to turf war." We got I got all the way to level ten for no reason, and uh, it ended up being a lot of fun with all of us. So, well, as long like, as you or Bram make the room, it's fine. 
Yeah, as long as me or Brandon. I'm like level 35. I can't save y'all anymore. But those are uh, yeah. Splatoon is all I played in the past couple of days. Those that's my games played. Yep, same for me. Um, I just been I, I played uh, Splatoon three with you guys. Uh, I did my casual about an hour a day leveling up my catalog because the catalog maxes out at level 99, and that got to do that before November 30th to unlock everything. So that's my uh, dopamine project. Outside of that, I uh, am mimicking the friend of the show, Renee, who. It's already beaten Plague's Tale in his second playthrough to get ready for the new one to come out. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um, remember you loving this game. I fired this up on PlayStation 5, and this is probably the first time I played it through. I transferred my save data, and so I have all the, the chapter selects, and I started playing it through there. And I've noticed that, the, I mean, it looks a little bit better, but the biggest thing you'll, you'll enjoy, Richard, is that the haptic feedback is really good on that game with nice. adaptive triggers. So when I'm nice. running, I can I can feel the, the, feet, the footsteps on the actual trigger as I'm running. Very nice. You know, as you hold it down there. So a lot of nice touches in there, more than that. So so but outside of that, it's basically the same as the, the PS4 game. And I think we we're all PlayStation Plus subscribers, so we should got yeah. the PS4 one for free. I don't know if the upgrade was free or not, because Sony, but who knows? So. I think I have a hard copy of the PS5 one. I think it's been like ten or fifteen dollars before. I bought the limited edition cover one when they came out with it and I said, fuck it, I'll I'll pay the thirty bucks. So but that that's it for me. Um, Splatoon with y'all. Uh, I <laughs> the past three days. I Man, I'm waiting for Brent to go. I watch a lot of film. I'm gonna get prepared for the next game on Saturday. I, <laughs> Not gonna lie, their O line looks pretty deep, but we're gonna fucking <laughs> we're gonna blitz. We're gonna fuck them up. <laughs> we kind of mentioned it in the uh, the uh, earlier this. Brand's keen to flea flickers. But, uh, <laughs> Why does he have to have a game plan? <laughs> uh, I, I actually Sorry, started Brand. watching uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 Edge Runners. Is it good? It hurt. Like, it hurt. Like, Danny hurts, though. Danny hurts. Oh, gosh. Danny's painful. Don't say that. Don't say that. I didn't say it's, what happened. Anime's it good? It's it's definitely NSFW. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very adult. What does that stand for, Brent? Not safe for work. Not safe for Don't your work. It. Yeah, not safe for your work. Not safe for your work. <laughs> it's safe for my work. <laughs> Depending Brent, on what work you do. Brent, I'll cover for your work. Don't worry about it. Um, I got you. It's it's got it got me thinking enough, and I've seen enough stuff that I went ahead and even ordered Cyberpunk 2077. Brent, join me. I got I got so. like six or seven hours into it. Join me. Uh, it's on the on way. what? What'd you it's get on it on? Uh, PS4. And then of course okay. there's the free upgrade, upgrade path. Upgrade, right? So plus, okay. However many updates it has to actually make it the decent game. You're one of the 10 million or whatever that all of a sudden converted to cyberpunk. Because of the, the anime, anime's that yeah. good. The anime's yeah. pretty. Anime's really good. It, it's okay, paced it so good? well. It's paced okay. very well. It so put, I'm it's willing like to watch. Stop. You guys say it's good. I'm willing to watch it. Would another person in my household who I would like to also share content with, would they also enjoy this? Maybe. She's into a lot of uh, erotica stuff, so she probably will enjoy this. It gets it gets that. Is that the end of the show? Erotic erotica in there. It might appease her interest. Really? Yeah. Like, so this is a weird future kind of thing. And it's to the point where there's like people that males that walk around and have devices on their members and okay. they're like in vr shake watching weight, shake stuff weight. shake weight and there's there's <laughs> like there's like one character so you see, on. there's one character you see in the show who's like actually doing it in private the the first couple of times you see this the main character he's just like sitting on a corner and there's like dudes like passed out with yeah in, in public. public in public like that it's it's doing yeah. what Getting your okay, on a machine. Like sprawled out, like yeah, with the thing on there. I want to watch this, <laughs> dude. It's it's wild, and then it's it you know it's bloody, it's violent in parts, but it's got a good story. Wait, with the whole shake weight thing? No, 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 no. Okay, no. okay, like okay. just regular you know, guns and people shooting it out and stuff and fighting. Right, right. Yeah. Because everybody's chromed up, as they say. So I, awesome. I don't want to ruin too much for a brand. Uh, I think two or three of those characters from the anime you meet in the game so okay cool and you can probably figure out who you Great. who you meet so but let's leave it at that 
space if you watched it. So, um, okay. And then other than that, I actually did start another game. Um, because it is October, I need to I need to play games that are appropriate to play in this. Now I remember uh, for Christmas on Xbox. October Spooky games. I need that game. I need that game. And I have it. I have so many games. playing it right now. I no, called I it. I don't. I actually don't. Uh, it's getting expensive. Get it now. The Capcom one. Find it. Yes. Get yeah. it now. It's a good expensive. Uh, I am playing uh, on my PS Vita. I'm playing per Cesar's. Um, Not Silent Hill. Recommendation. Uh, Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Okay. 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 You playing the PSP one? Yes. Okay. Okay. On a on a oh, half, oh, uh, on Shattered a, Memories. I'm thinking Book of Whatever. On no, an alternate on the alternate uh, storefront. Yes. All right, so oh, yeah. the the book of whatever is not a very good Silent Hill game, but it's made by Way Forward. It's a uh, it's a dungeon crawler. It's an okay it's a good game. Crawler. It's not a good it's Silent a good Hill Silent game. game. <laughs> yeah, I've I knew one person that was like, oh yeah, I loved I loved that game on the Vita. I'm like, you're the only person I know that has ever said that. Sir. So sorry, Shattered Memories, the one we we started on Wii, and I was like, it's, it's, it's the remake creepy. of the first game. Yeah, yeah, that's that shit was creepy as fuck on the really? Wii. It was so, so creepy. Yeah, you you start off in uh, a psychiatrist's office. You answer some questions, and then you start playing as the main character. Um, Harry. Uh, what? Mason. Harry Mason. Harry Mason. Yeah, there you go. Harry Styles. Uh, I, I don't remember half the shit I did in middle school, but I remember playing Silent Hill in middle school, and I still remember uh, Harry Mason. Who has uh, crashed? Like, not Perry Harry Mason, but Harry Mason. Harry Mason. Who has crashed his car in the snow? <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's crashed his car and now he's looking for his daughter that was with him and has just disappeared. So, uh, much like heavy rain, you are walking around going Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl. It's like so uh, at at varying frequencies, and then you go inside and he goes Cheryl, sweetie. Like so, it's but he's looking for Cheryl. Um, you go through the town. Um, you have presumably like psychotic episodes, is what it seems like to me, where you like these weird f- fleshy creatures just like come out and chase you, and all you can do is run. It's uh, like and, it's like they came out of the Scorn universe, right? Yeah, pretty much. And they they grab you, and you've got to shake them off, uh, and you just got to yeah, run like scary. hell. There's there's places where you can hide. Uh, in some of those areas. Um, and the only way, like, the only thing you have is, like, doors that glow blue around them or edges that glow blue. That way you know you can climb over something or go through a door. So it's it's very, it gets very hectic. Um, and then I got through that first area, and then there's, you wind up back in the, the psychiatrist's office. Um answer a couple of like yes or no questions he has you color a page in a coloring book uh and then it jumps in the story to where you're because it's like a it's a picture of a house and you think your daughter has gone home so it jumps back into the game and he's outside of his house and the house i, I is pretty much colored uh in a lot of ways the way you how i guess however you chose to color your your book and then oh. there's the people answer the door and he's like, who, who the hell are you? You're in my house. And it was interesting because like they, the same way I colored the people in the picture, that's the way they like, they were wearing a purple shirt and a, uh, like a black shirt and stuff. So it was pretty interesting. Oh, uh, and he, he, you know, gets mad that he, he feels that these people are in his house. He, you know, still trying to find his daughter um but eventually you wind up walking uh along i was i was like in this forest area uh in the snow and that's basically where i stopped i was walking around and then i had like another i guess psychotic episode and the whole world changed back to that kind of blue area mm-hmm. and i'm just getting chased again and I eventually got into a room that I I think it's a puzzle, and we started the podcast. But when I looked, <laughs> when I looked uh, when I looked this story? up, 
I'm I'm glad that was a good play by play, uh, Brant. Continue. When I when I looked this up, it seems like this is not a very long game. It seems like maybe four ish hours. Like it, it's not really. It's not a, yeah, it's not a super super in depth game. And I mean, uh, when I was talking about, I had never played a Silent Hill. I downloaded the original Silent Hill earlier this year, but like I said, Cesar recommended this because it's kind of a remake uh, of the original. It's it's a little bit so it, less it, it, tanky. It's it's rewritten by uh, Sam Barlow, the same guy who's done Immortality and all those games recently. Those uh, live action yeah. FMV games. This is like gotcha. this is like his first game, Sam Barlow. Yeah, it's like before he got big doing those FMV games. <laughs> It's not bad. What have, what I've been yeah. playing of? I mean, it it's you know you get that feeling of the tension and everything. It's you know, and it's not like a um, Capcom Resident Evil. It's not like how you're gonna shoot and conserve ammo. It's like no, you got to get the hell out of there. You got to find somewhere to hide. You got to you know figure. It, it, there's still like these little puzzle areas and things. There's a lot of you come to a locked door and now okay, well now I got to look around to find a key. Yeah. And solve like a little a little thing, or just investigate and find where this where the key's hidden. Brand, so I'll far, mention it's it's a damn good game. I'll mention this if you're not super far into it. The Wii integration was amazing. I've I it looked would, it up and I the, saw a little the bit. Speaker of the, would go off when the yeah. phone would call and stuff like that, and it was just like it was super intuitive and uh, immersive. It was a great Wii title, I thought, and, and it I got. Could, Extra I could, creepy. <laughs> I could easily uh, swing that with some other alternate storefronts, but you know I've already yeah. started. I'm probably at least an hour and some change in. Brent's like a uh, Harold and Kumar. It's like I've gone too far. It's like, I've gone too far. He's, <laughs> he's looked back and it's only been an hour. It's like I've gone too far. I'm trying to see how much I'm it pretty is. Sure, on the... I'm about to oh. say, I'm pre- yeah, I'm pretty sure physically it's, it's expensive. Yeah, these games are are stupid. Look, look at look at the PS2 one. PS, I think PS2 one's more money. Oh my god, I did not pay that much money for the Wii one. Yeah, PS2 one is still the the unicorn of that that batch. Don't say I don't know if I'll jump in. Four hundred dollars. <laughs> it's four hundred fucking dollars. Oh the disc god. only is two fifty. I don't know if I'll jump straight into these, but I already had put that in, downloaded it, got the patch and everything. So. Richard, uh, find it in the find it in the Goodwill. I'll plug our YouTube channel. Uh, there's a playthrough of me and Cesar playing Silent Hill 2 <laughs> on PS2. The very the very beginning of it, it's a very good playthrough, I think. It's entertaining. It's fun to watch. No, Brant, play the bastard we version need- on Xbox. Oh, We need to get back to doing those. That, that was a lot of fun. I had so much fun with those. This is from everything I've read. that Because I, I just, for, for our listeners, I just held up the PS3 version of the Silent Hill HD. Um... This is still a bastard version. Like, even with the patch, it fixed some of the issues, but it's still a inherently broken game. Yeah, right. But it, it, it was $24, I think it was, on Amazon, brand new. Yeah, it's uh, a Konami thing. Yeah, compared to, as Richard was just listing off, a few of the... Uh, prices on some of the silent hill games if you just do a small little search you will see they are ridiculously expensive yeah yeah richard look at silent hill origin how much is that on ps2 oh, gosh original ps2 yeah i think the psp one's more common and it's probably still not that much cheaper i think i have it on psp i don't have it on ps2 It is 114, 144. Starting uh, to get up there. Okay. 53 for no disc case and manual. Oh gosh. Complete in box 110. 110 seems to be the average. Well, that's, I guess that's not too bad. I mean, it's, People hate that game though, right? I was about to say, isn't Origin like not a favorite though? No, yeah. the worst one to this day, and I played Downpour? them all, is uh, Homecoming. Homecoming? Okay. Downpour yeah. is actually the best one out of all the Bastard versions, believe it or not. Yeah, I remember just doing research. Homecoming and uh, Origins were, like, kind of the down on the list. One was up there. Um, 
I saw Shatter Memories up there. I didn't know it was a remake at the time, but I know two and three are like the top tier. Yeah, two and three are, are probably the four is really good though. I don't know four's like got a cult following. Okay, the room. Yeah, I have one, two, and three on PlayStation, and I have four on Xbox. And two I think I on have four Xbox. On Xbox. I don't have four on um, PlayStation for some reason. I don't think it, did the room come out on PlayStation? Yes. Really? Yes. Is it expensive? I'm sure. I don't. I'm I haven't sure. looked. I, I just like I got it on PC and I was like, all right, I got at least a version I can play at this point. So I'm yeah. Like, I just think I bought it on Xbox because I think it it probably played or looked better on Xbox as far as when I jumped on it. But yeah, that's uh, at least so far what I've what I've played. Hundred bucks. That's our hundred ten is what you're gonna look at Silent Hill for PS2. I just want Greatest Hits Silent Hill 2 on PS2 and affordable price. So the best version. Of the best Hill version. 2. The definitive edition. I can't believe there's like three or four different versions of Silent Hill 2 floating around. I, actually, I can't believe they just can't take the ice off that and put in a remake. But who am I? You would think, right? Yeah. And especially with current gen consoles, just give us, just give us that, please. Please give us a PS2 emulator. Uh, Renee says. He's seen the cyberpunk anime. He's really enjoyed it. He says the anime is really good, Richard. Yes. I need to test it. I need to give it a go. That's that's three thumbs up. Yep. I know if you guys say it's a go, it'll be a go. Yeah, it's it's only 10 episodes. It's short enough. Uh, It it should keep your interest on there for an anime thing. It's not like over long dated on the storytelling. It's well paced. Yeah, it feels it, it feels like ten is the perfect episode. It's not too short or not too too long. It's like the perfect pace. Yeah, we could probably do that. All right, is that it for us? You guys got anything else you want to add? Good, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios.